What's goody? Let's chop up this fable. What's goody, guys? What's goody? It's Malik with the Represented Generation Podcast, aka Rag. And today is episode three. I don't know what title gonna be, not gonna lie, keep it that well. Y'all can tell if I got some energy real quick because I just ate. I just came back from in the house. I'm chilling, bro. Like, I'm chilling. And we're going to chop up this fable called episode three. Feel me? All right. So, topics for today. Um, depression slash habits that could happen while you're in, dep- while you're in a depressive state. Know your self-worth slash who, give you, who to give your energy to. Enjoy your youth. Of course, we all have to do that at least... You you fool in some way, shape, or form. And what does your racial preference say about quote unquote you? Um, let's get into the lighter topics first. Maybe if y'all want to listen through, we can get to heavy we get into heavy stuff later. Um shout out to uh one of my friends, uh one of my closest friends, Justin, that texted me, was saying, Yo, when the next episode coming out? And my man's was like, he was like, I couldn't wait. And I was like, oh, this is like really nice. So shout out to my, I, I think one of the first people that I was like, yo, we, we here, my nigga. And like, we here, like we, I'm supporting you for real. Like, I mean, support regardless, regardless, support me regardless. Um, I mean, if you choose and or wish to. But besides that, shout out to Justin. I love you, Big G. Um, so let's start off with depression. Um, definition of depression Let's break it down definition. Well, let's just look at definition. A group of conditions associated with the elevation or lowering of a person's mood, such as depression or bipolar disorder. Uh, most common types is clinical depression, uh, persistent depressive disorder, bipolar depression, bipolar two dis- wait bipolar disorder, bipolar two disorder, and postpartum depression. I don't even know there's two types of bipolar. Let's read that. A disorder bipolar one is a disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows and man to manic highs, and po- bipolar two disorder is a, a a type of bipolar disorder characterized characterized by depressive and hypomanic episodes. Okay, so is that like is two a longer quote unquote version? Like, is that like a longer version? I guess. Um, because people seem to have more of one, there are 3 million cases for bipolar disorder one, and then bipolar two disorder is 200,000 cases, which are both very common. It's just, I would say two is less common, but off that little tangent, y'all can look that up if y'all want depression in general. Now, since I was, let's say, um, maybe, maybe. Like late 2013, early 2014, I've been like very depressed. I've been depressed. Like um I I I noticed um the very the moment that I realized I guess that's my first self-diagnosis. Um the first time it was like for me, I was like, yo, I'm depressed. And it was when I was 14. Um, I think this was the summer summer 2014 and i was damn something happened in my house i'm like something i think my brother was bothering me something like that um it was it was something but i know it was bothering me to a point i was like damn like i just started crying and when i was crying it was like 
I couldn't control the sadness that I felt in my, like the mental strain in a sense. I couldn't, con- not contain it. I guess I guess contain it because like I was um I was crying it out, but like I just couldn't like withstand it in a sense anymore, like at all. So, um, I remember I called my mom, called her, and I told her I was like, I think I'm depressed. I think that's what I said. I think I'm depressed. And she shut it down by saying, "Oh yeah, you just what's it called? Sorry, just probably bothering you again or something. It's whatever. Who cares? It's whatever." But, um, and then I was like, she's not listening, so let me call my dad. And he basically gave me the, uh, like, the church, like, thing. Like, the, oh, pray it out, it's okay, da 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 Like, not really giving me a concrete answer to, like, yo, this is what, like, I'm gonna tell you how to handle it. Which, in retrospect, I get it, he couldn't tell me how to handle it, because it's like, in a in a sense... Like, cause my dad and my mom, they're both older. Like, they're both um, what's that term? They're both boomers, <laughs> so they don't understand emotion like that, quote unquote. And also, like, especially being a person of color, I think I can verily say, as a black person, as a black young male, black young man, um. Uh, emotions are very taboo in uh what you call it yeah it was a it's like really taboo for black people to like talk about it like it really is it's really taboo for us us to even talk about it mention it mention it unless you're a girl you don't really have a safe place as a man as a young man especially as a young black man to express your feelings in the in the hood, no rather, or or no less, like it's really uh, I don't know, it's just it's just terrible, right? So, I would say at least for like depression, like there is de- there is not just also crying though. I want to get that out the way. It's not also crying or being sad or boohoo, like um, is depression takes many many forms, and I and I feel. I could be wrong. I could actually talk to a medical professional about this or like maybe even look this up. But I'd rather talk to a medical professional, like actually get their opinion. But I or at least for me, as of right now, I feel like that um what you call it? Depression is like a big tree and then are multiple stuff that can stem from depression but become its own thing. Like how when, you know, your mom and dad have a kid and that kid is you, you are from this person. But you are your own separate entity. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but basically, I, I never really got the answers in terms of, like, my depression. I was just, like, living with it. And, like, it was mainly self-esteem issues with my body. And, like, um, how do I look? How do I, like, I'm not like this. I don't look like the other guys, like, from, like, not TV. Like, from my from my hood. I don't look like y'all, like. I dare promise, like, I dare promise y'all I don't, like, or at least, like, at least I think I didn't in the sense of, like, um, like, I'm not built like y'all, like, I'm not strong like y'all, I'm not fast, I'm not confident like y'all, I'm, like, really shy and reserved, and I only talk to certain people, and people may find me weird, like, they usually, since I was the quiet kid for, like, most of my life in school until, like, junior year-ish of high school, I started to talk more, but that's when I, like, 
But I can definitely say, let me at least say to be concrete sure, beginning of senior year, like beginning of senior year, that's when like I started to be open. I grew my hair out, like I I I looked better. I felt better about myself, even though I always had those times, like especially 18 being a senior. And like I said, it goes back even when I was a senior in high school, me not looking like other seniors, uh, junior, sophomores, freshmen being taller than me, because I'm only, for you, for you, y'all that love me know, I'm only 5'7". I'm not quote, quote unquote criminally short, but I'm not quote unquote um, super duper uber tall. I'm like in a sense perfect not really though because i'm still sure like i am still considered a short male which i i would i would say i'm a short man i don't mind being called short especially not anymore like i don't definitely mind being called short like um and also as like as a shout out to all my short people out there and like just just for a little advice like don't as a short guy i don't want no one especially like y'all growing up to overcompensate for what y'all lack in height I don't want y'all to, like, be the short, angry nigga because, like, a lot of girls or dudes, well, whatever your preference is, like, people that you're trying to attract in a, an emotional way for friendship, relationship, uh, sexual encounter, anything, like, being angry, I can at least say for anybody, is not attractive, especially out of context. It's really not attractive. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's super not attractive. Like, if I see an angry girl, she's fire, but she's, like, I guess getting, like, feisty for, like, out of context. And I'm just walking, like, oh, I'm like, ugh, that looks gross. It's, like, for me, the same thing. Like, if I see a fire shorty, shout, shout out to my girl, I love you, just just an example. <laughs> if I see my fire, if I see a fire shorty, um, and she's, like, smoking a cigarette, like, I'm just, like, you're disgusting. Well, to me, like, if you want to smoke on cancer sticks, okay. But it's just as a suggestion, I don't, I wouldn't do that. But regardless you don't need to overcompensate short guys you don't just be yourself trust me plenty of dude plenty of dudes plenty of women plenty of intersex people plenty of just non-binary anybody can find you attractive as long as you find them attractive as well and have that mutual understanding that y'all like each other um but to depression so i didn't go to therapy till i was 17 17 i think december 2017 was my first session so like for like three years of me realizing like i was depressed and like there was like stuff like stuff that happens in depression i can say like for example um i think this was 2018 or 19 like i said either last year the year before um i went in another depressive low I think I was on my, I was with my uh, significant other at the time, and like I, um, told, right? I told them, or it was like, and we would understand and be understood. Like we would both have our episodes of of here and there, you know, um. But I guess for me, like one way, because I do it now, but like because of what's going on and like limited food sources and everything, and you know. But I the reason what I did prior. You know when we can go out. when uh, when I back in the olden days when we can go outside, I used to like overeat, and now the weight wouldn't come on automatically. Since I have fast metabolism, I'll just like eat something really fattening every day, not like I overeat, not like multiple times, but like 
say if I didn't have breakfast or lunch or neither, and I would have a really fatty dinner in terms of like what is quote unquote good or not good for me, you know? It, I don't think it'd be good for me though. Like it'd usually be like Popeyes or something or just McDonald's or like, I remember even, even before that, even before back in 2018, I think, or 19, uh, back in 2014, 13, 14, maybe even a little bit, um, some parts of 15, definitely. Um, I used to go to Popeye's like every week to a point, like there was some cute, this is a really cute girl that I worked at. I always took my order and like, we knew each other, but like, you know, I was, I was such a nigga say in the streets, I mean, you're such a fucking pussy. You can't talk to her. And like, of course, like she looked older than me anyway. So I don't know if she would go with someone 15 years old, low haircut, um, scrawny big ass head <laughs> just, just all that you know like i would just like i would, like i said the self-esteem issue was such a problem for me and it's a it can be a problem for a lot of people but a, a lot of those people might even don't want to admit it because that feeling of weakness it could be and it's also that when you when is that feeling of weakness is so strong for that person emotionally they ignore they might ignore the feelings or acknowledge them they'll, they'll ignore them so they'll acknowledge them and like they'll shove it down to their like emotional core. Um, try to prevent any way, shape, or form of like having a weak moment, which is impossible because you're a human and human stuff happens and human capabilities and variabilities happen in the real world. So you cannot avoid them. Even the ones you try to avoid. Sometimes those will be the times like you try to avoid them and you make a mistake and you're like, whoops, now I look retarded. Um but now, in terms of just like that that weakness part, like like I said, some people could even be depressed and not even notice it because or acknowledge it because of that weak feeling. So, but back to what I was saying. Anyway, um, I went to therapy December two thousand seventeen, and I stopped. I stopped going. Um, March twenty twenty. Only reason I stopped going because my therapist moved to Yonkers, and I live in the Bronx. So, or she took wherever she stopped doing the profession, I think, and she's doing something in Yonkers. And she was like the probably the best therapist I can ask for. And I can also and she also said for me like if I want to go see her and like we could still talk and do sessions and stuff I could definitely go see her and I would and I definitely am if I just gotta definitely like contact her about it um but also a couple more things about depression I also want to tell you guys that if you are feeling ways and stuff like this is like this is to this day, still ongoing for me. Like, I still have those moments. I'm like, I don't look good like this nigga. Or like, oh my God. Like, why Why she got to be going for niggas looking like that? But it's like, it, you got, I have to under, I understand and I acknowledge it. But I have to like, I guess, realize as well sometimes in that moment. Like, hey, it's not that of the world. Because you're built how you're built. Um, You just got to work with what you got, to be honest. You just got to work with what you got. Um, But also, yeah, I wanted to point out like, Trust and believe me when I tell you therapy has helped me immensely come out of my shell. It has helped me immensely in terms of confidence. And I'm actually 
I actually realize I'm actually somewhat extroverted. I'm I I am an ambivert. I consider myself because there are times I don't want to. That I still have my shy moments and I don't want to speak. And but there is like I realized in therapy like sometimes there is nothing to be afraid of. I've overthunk. I I overthink things all my my entire life. I still do, but at least in terms of speaking to somebody, it would never like conversation comes natural to me now. At least in terms of. Maybe I don't like small talk, but like small things, like small talk, and I can turn that to a bigger conversation. Cause I personally don't like small talk. Talk, but I realize it's not the end of the world. Like finding that right therapist for you is really, really important because finding someone that you can vibe with is the best thing for your mental health. It's the best thing to like have some someone to like I guess agree but disagree in the sense of. They're not there for your yes to be your yes man nor or woman. They're there for I agree with you and I see your point of view. But I, since I agree with you, let's try ways to do something different. Since you agree with them and they sound like like since you agree with that therapist or and they're also a person, but since you agree with them, you can more you can see more likely of the oh, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Now let's try. Now let's try it this way. I'm gonna try this now because you said that, and because this person, the therapist, has been so reliable to me, I, um, I'm gonna trust your idea. It may, it may or may not work out, but that discouragement, it has to be there. You have to be discouraged in terms of like a goal, to like, I guess go through that stages. You gotta go through. What did Nipsey Hussle say? Um, on that uh Dave E song, the marathon continues. It was that little snippet before how Nipsey Hussle sa- says um, to get to where he's at now. He went through every emotion. He went through every emotion. And you have to go through every emotion in terms of stuff you want to achieve mentally, which is therapy. Tangibly, which is a career, maybe, which what he Nipsey was talking about. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. The marathon does continue um, to anything, maybe even small stuff like, oh, I want to run this like 5K race. And you run it and you train, you train for it. You go through the physical and mental strain and you do it or something like, oh, I want to buy this today. Like, but you don't want to get up out of bed. That mental strain is you getting up out of bed and you achieving it and just buying the thing you wanted today and then going back in your house. But the fact, the fact of the matter is that you still did that. It all starts in the mind and that mind feeds into your heart of how you feel, of how you, so if you're not feeling up up top, most likely you're not going to feel it in your heart. And if it's a mixed match, like if you feel it one way but not the other, like um, like you're just feeling it, like your heart is like, no, but your mind is like, maybe let's try that dangerous thing. It's a mixed match. Most likely stuff like that won't even add up anyway. But all in all, depression is something I feel like we all go through at least once. We can go through it multiple times. Um, a lot of people in the hood, I go through depression, I feel like, cause, um, shout out to, uh, the Almonte films again, once again, he was, um, that series called The Nexus, love that series, by the way, I watch every episode, single episode, um, he was saying how, like, people in the hood can't emotionally afford to talk about their feelings, and he's right, you can never emotionally afford to really talk about it, cause guess what? 
Like, like what he, like exactly what he said. You're gonna be trash, buns. Like you're gonna look buns. You're gonna look soft. You're gonna look light skin. And that's, and he said that's power politics. And the fact when he said power politics, I like it snapped in my head just now. How even when he said you're gonna look light skin, how having a lighter skin tone just shows how people you don't how how people in the hood don't want to look feminine. They don't want to look feminine. It's also, but that's that's something that's also fetishized, in from modeling agencies to people in the hood, like lighter skinned people, lighter skinned women, lighter skinned men, lighter skinned like fairer skinned people in general, and like how those European features in terms of modeling, they wanna they want the the ability to have that, but that's neither here or there. I'm saying that I've said I brought up that to say, it's okay. Um. I can at least say for... I'm about to get off this topic. But I can at least say, definitely find a therapist that's for you. Definitely find someone that you can vibe with. Because sometimes one therapist can ruin it for everybody. This one therapist that could be trash to you. Anybody. Trash. Now, now you don't want to go to therapy because of these the trash experiences. Now you don't want to go. And now you're... Maybe not even afraid, but you're afraid of like... This is not going to work again. So like... Or you're just like... You don't want to be disappointed. And life is with disappointments as well, but sometimes you had enough hurt and disappointment that you just want to get the one right. And that's why it's no pressure, no biggie, no harm, no foul if you just keep going to multiple therapists, like different ones, that until they vibe with you. And that's your right emotionally. So all in all, if you have depression, admitting it is the first step. Trust and believe me. When I was sitting there crying when I was 14... Looking answer, looking for an answer from my parents. I couldn't find one. I had to find one within myself, and admitting it, and like talking to friends, um, just even trying to go through it. Cause like I said, to this day I still go through it, but that's okay. Cause I know in the future it won't eat my life up. And to all the people that's dealing with depression and any form of like bipolar one or two disorder, um, any type of anything, I know it's okay. Trust me. You don't want these mood swings. You don't want that. You don't want to feel like this sometimes because even the people around you sometimes will feel hurt. But it's okay because admitting it is a first step and trying to be a better you is the best thing you can do as of as a as while you're young. Speaking while you're young, um, enjoying your youth. Now, I realize I'm 20 years old. I just turned 20 this year on January 31st and Aquarius game. And I realized that I'm so young still. And thank God that I'm so young still. And thank God I have these privileges of my mother working hard and um, me, well, before niggas got laid off because of COVID, um, having a job and being great. Some days I didn't want to go there. A lot of days I want to go there. Didn't want to go there. But there's a lot of days I did want to go there because the people that I did work with, a lot of times they were like, a lot of people were young at that job. So like, it was good for relatability. It was good to like, talk to somebody your age, even older people sometimes that work with you. It's more of what you like to like, don't, I was talking with my significant other the other day and we were talking about how you couldn't, we couldn't like, um, or she could not deal with the job that she did not like and i was like i agree but some and and i, I at least know because i the reason i said i agree but i disagree a tiny bit because 
I know how scarce jobs are, especially now. And even before a pre-COVID-19 world. I knew how scarce jobs were. And it took me nine months to get my first job. Because um, I got my job. Okay, so I think I started hunting for jobs April 2018. So May, June, July, August, September. October, November, December, January, February, March. April, May, June, July. Oh, so that's like, that's over a year. It took me over a year to find my first job. Um, It took me a year, over a year. I know I started doing it like October 2018, but I know in April, because it was a specific time that made me feel so broke, I needed a job. So I definitely started looking after that. Um, But since I told her, I know how scarce jobs are. So I was like, I understand your plight of you want to like something. Because in terms of a career, yes. In terms of a job, I would I would prefer for me to like that job as well. But I know if I don't like that job, but if it's something I have to do, I know I will put through the, the emotional bullshit at work. Like, quote unquote, work drama and all that garbage shit. Sorry, I had to guess. Look at that. Grape juice. Or grape drink. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but I know... Because I even did it at my old job. I went through the mental strain of like... Or not a mental strain. Let me stop using it. That's too far-fetched. I would say like... I left my emotions, quote-unquote, at the door. And it's hard for some people to separate because some people get you tight at work and you don't even want to do stuff because someone got you tight. And now you might even be written up or like maybe some bosses fire fast and I ain't gonna lie ain't fire fast um but some could be remorseful or a manager can even be remorseful, remorseful and be like alright I'm a and we're gonna talk this out so don't I would I would like also also agree like I was saying I agree with her in terms of like what you have to do you would lo- want to love it or at least like it to an extent like you don't hate going there cause there were times I didn't wanna go and I was like why am I working? Because I'm not getting enough hours or it's like, I have something to do today. And like, you know, like in a sense, like first world problems. But when I realized like how grateful I am, because there were those days like I was like mid working and I was like, I'm so grateful having some type of income. My first type of income, anything. I was so grateful for having that experience because there are people I still uh, would vibe with outside of work. There's still people that I I want to link up with after this is all over because they were cool people. I may have agreed with you or disagreed with you, but they were very cool people to the extent of like, okay, we can hang out outside of work because I could see us hanging outside of work, hanging us outside of work, you know? Um, but that also made me realize I, I didn't want to be at that job forever. I didn't know when I was going to quit, to be honest. Like, if COVID wasn't a thing, I didn't know when I was wanted to quit my job. Because I did want to work somewhere else for, like, uh, a better a better pay and, like, a full-time, you know. But all in all, like, please enjoy your, like, especially now, especially the people that have, excuse me, I'm so burpy <laughs> today, god damn. The people that have the ability after this to hang out with people, or even right now, like, randomly, if you want to hang out with somebody. Make sure maybe just like two or three of y'all and y'all social distance and practice that. Um, just in gen like I said, in general, I hope y'all actually 
enjoy your youth. Like, right now, I got to start watching some more animes because I haven't watched anime in a minute. Um, Stuff that I like to do. I like to play Smash Bros. Like, I want to start playing that more again. Like, because I, I think I'm good at the game. It's just more of, um, I want to get better. But, like, don't put so much strain on, like, getting better. Because, like, just have fun. Because I remember uh, last week was my man's birthday on the 17th. And we was having a good old time. Great old, fantastic time playing Smash. And we was going left and right, beating each other. He was going this way now. You know, we was beating each other. But, like, even when I lost, like, we'd always have fun. Like, it's just so much fun. Like, that whole thing, we just wanted to have fun, yo. Like, and that's what it was. Happy birthday to my son, Jovan. I love you, man. Um, Big 2-0. Uh, but, yeah, bro, like, please have fun. Even if it's, like... Your definition of fun is reading or doing research for something, like, stuff that you like. Or being really inquisitive and uh, upgrading your um knowledge in terms of just, hey, I want to know something about this. Or, what's this about? Or, I've heard something about this. Let me research or further investigate. Um, Nothing of what you hear. Believe nothing what you hear. Half of what you see. So, always do your research. But always put those research into question and know your new sources and everything and how those can work but all in all please enjoy your youth guys like it's really i feel like it's really important especially like i said i'm 20 um i'm gonna start making music soon because i've always wanted to make music if you guys didn't know if i didn't tell you guys i want to be a music producer that once that is my career goal that's been my um i wanted to saw that out since like i was very young that or like be a comedian or something like that Cause I be thinking I'm I think I be thinking I'm funny, but but um but not like in a sense quote unquote Instagram comedians because I feel like they do a lot of hard work too and people don't give them the credit because they're quote unquote Instagram comedians. Shout out to that video of Shiggy and Blueface, um them going back and forth. I think Casanova was there too. They was going back and forth in terms of like oh if you be a comedian you ain't gonna be good at like this thing like stick to your lane when Blueface was saying that and I was like maybe maybe I gotta watch the video again and that's fine. But it was more of like, at, at least it looked like he was demeaning what he was doing, what Shiggy was do- Shiggy's doing. And even like, like I said, but I would like prefer for if I was a comedian to tell jokes on stage and stuff. But all in all, please enjoy your youth and just please like help yourself have fun in a sense. Like sometimes you want to work hard to, to your goals and like, and you will get there, but and you'll know when you get there, when you finally reach there, at least to yourself and other people, just your circle, you'll know. But, like, keep your circle around and make sure you and your circle have fun. Feel me? So, please, while, while you enjoy your youth, and speaking of circles, um, know who to give your energy to as well in those circles. Because some people really are, I'm not going to lie, niggas is dick riders out here, niggas is... Um, I see, I actually see a lot of, uh, quote unquote snake shit, um, in terms of like the YouTube sphere, especially in the New York scene and how people do videos. And of course you want to do a mutual thing. If it it got, it can be mutual as possible and y'all just do a video together and that's it, you know, but some people, a lot of people will take us to the next, the next level and they'll do something behind their back and people are going to lose friendships over a couple of things. And, and it goes, uh, once again, uh, the Almonte films, check, check them out on YouTube and 
go support his Patreon. And same thing with his other page on YouTube, Ray Rowe Show. Um, I need to support that Patreon as well soon enough. Especially if 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 one government check hits, I'm gonna definitely subscribe to his Patreon. Cause I've also subscribed. My first Patreon I subscribed to was um, Lectual Media, and she's a very intelligent woman, um, black woman. I love my black women, but a very intelligent black woman that discusses on topics like those videos on her YouTube and like even on her page on Patreon makes me open my mind, and like helps me think more critically and like outside the box than I've ever had before. So. And that's me personally. I like doing that. I like looking up stuff for knowledge and stuff as my fun time. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, enjoy your youth and have fun. Like, even like go out to a party, some shit, go go do something. But please don't die. I ho- at least I hope not. Please don't die. But I said that to say, like, um, in your in your circle, like, watch what you like. Watch who you give your energy to, because even people like at your job, that's like, say, if y'all work in a group, and that's that's your circle at work. Watch what you do. And like I said, keep as mutual as possible. Mutual as possible. But that New York YouTube scene, it's like... The New York City YouTube scene, if I could say. Like like I said, people... It's like the crabs in a bucket or crabs in a barrel mentality. Everyone wants to hop over each other. Everyone wants to step on each other's throats to get to the next spot, the new spot. The spot is going to rise them to the top and leave all your friends at the bottom. Um, I guess people don't know how to... More so bring up their friends as well as well as themselves it's more of the the american mentality the uh the not con cap the capitalist mentality what's in it for me you know like oh what's in it for me like how how like why should i bring you to why should i bring you to the top if you're not gonna offer me something like people don't use the kindness out their heart no more so i like as like i said for for yourself you should definitely um, find people that like go with your vibe. Hold up, one second. Grave do sit, not gonna lie. <laughs> Grave drinking, my fault, not gonna lie. But also, like I said, that to give your energy to like to who you give it to, like it's really it's really important. So, but that new YouTube scene, like definitely, I gotta watch out for people because a couple of my friends are New York YouTubers and they do stuff and like. Like I said, the stuff I hear from them is like, or specifically this one, the stuff I hear from this person in terms of like, who's a snake and like, who's not. And it's really shady, like really, really shady. Um, That's why I never like become like no like couples YouTuber with like me and my girl or nothing. I would never become no like, first of all, y'all niggas don't know my personal life like that. Anyway, at least in terms of a camera, y'all 24-7, nah. Um, also, y'all don't, um, yeah, nah, bro, but, god damn, excuse me, anyway, this is a very unprofessional podcast, (laughs) (laughs) definitely, see who you give your energy to, um, especially, especially, like, as an example for me, I can say, I did have this friend, um, I don't know, quote unquote friend that would always ask me for some type of financial something. I'm like, yo, you got this amount of money. I can borrow this amount of money. And I'd never give it to him because like, A, there'd be some days I just wouldn't have the money, which is like a lot of times because like my job pays like crap. My job, my ex job paid like garbage because I was, I wasn't full time. So paid like garbage 
And second, um, he did something really foul to me. Like that's super. It's something super foul. Not directly towards me, but in emo- emotionally towards me. Because like this person that he did it to, I'm so connected to, and it like got me upset. Basically, he lied, but like it was so stupid, and that made me want to cut him off. But I didn't. I just ignored him, and then like he commented. He um he commented under something on one of my social media anythings and then I deleted it um cuz like and and I know where he works and if he sees me and like I'm going to go confront him and like talk to him about it like and if he don't want to fuck with me that's fine and I made me realize like the energy I give off and portray like I also had to realize um stop being so gullible Malik not everyone's your friend some people you might just talk to one time, and that's and y'all part ways for forever, or at least for a long time, because you may have that you you may cling on to that one moment, and like yeah, we're friends, we talked this one time, but it's like y'all not really friends because maybe y'all didn't um have y'all socials together, y'all didn't like um what you call it, like um give y'all another each other each other's numbers. Y'all don't give out each other's numbers to each other, and, like, y'all don't see each other, so it's like, y'all don't really have a connection because they only met that one time. So, it's more of... Oh, sorry. It's more of just, like, okay, we've had that one connection, that's it. But, like, like I said, with other people, like I said, with that, with the said person, I ha- what I had in mind, that said person that I said, I said what I said. <laughs> um, Yeah, this person is just, like, I don't know, I just didn't, like, vibe with how he just kept multiple times asking me for money and I told him something personal one time and he kind of just laughed at me and it was very like rude and it was I was like all right for sure so this is how it's gonna be all right, all right cool so shout out to that person for making me realize like know your worth and know who to give your energy to and let me enjoy myself and not hold I was thinking about this tale too on the bus like I don't hold grudges I don't think I ever held grudges Maybe as a kid, I'm not gonna lie, because, like, oh, he hit me on the playground? Not my friend, like, of course. But, like, at least I can definitely say about middle schoolers, like, that's a blessing and curse with my passive energy. Like, my passive energy sometimes, like, something will happen in front of me. I'm like, all right, let me not say anything, let them realize it. But also, my passive energy in terms of, yo, like, I'm not even gonna, like, if I'm in an argument with somebody or if I'm in, like, just, like I said, this is some type of verbal dispute. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't hold on to the grudge because it's like, whatever. It's not like no thing to me. Like, I was going into Target today, of course, because of COVID, there's a line. And I was about to walk in and then the, the really short man or short woman, I, I don't know. Their voice is very confusing. Um, told me to wait and told me to come back, come back. But like, said it kind of aggressively. And, in my, and I, I was like, Monday bumper clock. Like, it, like, you know, in my, my, my brain, like. Like, I don't know, you only let three people in, or like four people in, and then you stop at me. Like, I don't know why. Every time I'm online at a store outside recently, I'm always stopped. I'm always stopped. Me. Me. Because I'm black. Shout out to shout out to white America. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but definitely, I didn't give that. The, I'm, I'm saying that an example, but I don't give it the energy. Because I could have been like, yo, come on, why didn't you let me? I didn't give it the energy. Same thing on that line. Some lady, like, was in line and I guess she didn't see me on purpose and like went in front of me and like I was like deliberately gonna go in front of her and she had a kid um on her like hit so I was deliberately about to walk in front of her but then like some guy came to her and I guess she cursed at him and then he walked off and I guess she was like excuse me 
excuse me. And then she kept walking. I was like, got my place in line back. But like, I really wish, like, say if my girl was here, I'm not going to lie. But I'm like, yo, excuse me. Like, the line starts behind me. And like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm ready for verbal combat. I, I verbally whoop someone's ass any day of the week. But I say all that to say, I didn't give it the energy because she, I, I, she, like that person, she knew there was pre- people in the behind the people that was in front of me originally. So she kind of just cut in the middle for some reason because she had a kid or something. I guess that's what my guess. Like she had a kid. Like oh, let her have the spot. She has a kid. Like I don't give a hoot nanny, to be honest. But all in all, I get it. But just definitely know who you keep your energy to or give it to in general because that really doesn't hurt. And it will affect you. And it hurt me today because, like, I, I realized it hurt me today. Like, why can't I have been more aggressive in that situation and told her the line starts behind me? Because she could have been like, oh, I'm sorry. But she also could have been like, like, kind of cursing me like the guy did. Now, if that was the case, I, I I thought about kicking her in her leg. And, yeah, she got a kid in her hand. But, like, that kid was old enough to walk, though. I'm not going to lie. That kid was old enough to walk. Like, two, three years old. She was holding her, in her on her hip. Um... But the last, but besides that, just those all three of those topics relate. But just who you give energy to, please know that. But the last topic has nothing to do with giving energy, I guess. Um, maybe. But the last topic is basically, what does your racial preference say about you? Now, there was a time that I thought you like what you like, you know, like you just like what you like. Like at this point, like who cares? But I realized that. The media does play a role in what you do prefer. Like, for example, if you like Asian boys and Asian women, you most likely consume media with a lot of Asian people. Now, they're not prom- they're not predominantly in our movie theaters and in our on on our TV screens, so you deliberately would have to look for them. Maybe even one day it'll pop up on a on your YouTube or your Instagram, and you're like, "Ooh, I like this. Let me keep watching and looking for these specific people that look good." And then you deliberately look, and then maybe that can build up to your preference. Is what I'm saying. I'm only going to stay on this topic for a short while. Same goes for me. I prefer me as a um young red blooded Trinidadian male. I prefer black women, right? Right? Hear me out now. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The media influenced me to like black women. <gasps> How can it do that? It's the media. You shouldn't let the media influence. The media influences everybody. It's called consumerism. There's different forms of it, but like consumerism or like just in in general of... um. How, like I said, how, how can you just look at people and be like, oh, like example, boom. Um, I asked my mom on a Thursday, I think, of last week. Hey, would you like it if, I, I, I didn't use me, but like as an example, I use my older brother. Shout out, to, shout out to you, Tariq. Hey, ma, what would you think if Tariq brought a white girl home? She flipped her lid. Like she just, she flipped her lid. Like like the classic um, stereotypical black mom being like, Bro, not bring no white girl home like that. But like, there was more stuff I want to kind of dive into it. But that's like a whole other episode in terms of race and prejudice and stuff like that. You already can kind of know her answer, and you kind of know where I'm going with this. Um, in a sense, now that I realize, I hate to admit it, that influenced me to not like 
talk to white girls. Noted, there were not any white girls around me in the hood. Not really. Maybe there's like a small fractions here and there, but like majority black, Hispanic. Um, there's some um, um, even like Arabic people, um, Muslims, Hindu, like just um, name and religion. Jesus Christ, but um, see, I already named Jesus. Shout out to you, Jesus. But in general, there is a, what you call it, there was a, already a preference in a sense set in place. Black women, right? There was already a, a set, that was already set in place. So it was like, to me, I was like, oh, and like, I even real, even thinking just now, in my head, I realized, or I realized, I realized in my head at a young age, like, as bad as it might sound, I realized I'm not going to marry no one that isn't black. I realized that my mom put that in my head already. Like, like if you just even even a, um if I bring a Puerto Rican or Dominican girl, that would catch that would catch way less heat, way less heat than if I brought home a white girl, way less heat because of the history between blacks and whites in general. There's a whole that bro. Like if you don't know the history between whites and blacks, bro, look it up. That's like basic one on one Afro American studies. Anything um or just like culture anything right especially american culture northern american culture and um so i realized and like in my head like even even in my head like when i was like young like 12 13 like all all like hormonal and like i'm saying hormonal just all horny and talking about yeah like i'm gonna have sex with girls and everything like <laughs> like you know but realizing that i'm gonna just, I'm just f these white girls and just go with the black girls, you know, I'm just date the black girls, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, in my head already. Me realizing that I can never, especially when my grandmother was alive, I could never bring home a white girl. Ever. Because you know what? The the black, peop- black people, at least um, old, older black people play the old okey-doke. We're, let's be nice and courteous because you know we're just nice and courteous. But they do they'll do with any um girlfriend you bring home, or boy. Oh, especially if I if I was gay and I brought home a boy and I kissed the boy in front of my mom and and my grandmother, I'd be called faggot, sissy, fairy, um, yo, gay boy, like all the slurs in the book, yo. Oh, oh, um, what's another slur? I, I really couldn't think of any. Anyway, like, but man, and imagine if that was a white boy like that, like stuff like that is in place for me to quote unquote not like it. Even like I said, even just now, even um, genders, like if maybe if I wasn't so, um, I guess if, if my house wasn't so restrictive, maybe my brother or I, we could have, we could have like been like, yo, I like dudes, like. But knowing how the house was and knowing how the hood is, like, quote-unquote, girls is the way to go, quote-unquote. And me, I was naturally just attracted to girls, nat- naturally, naturally. And if and if I was naturally attracted to guys, I would I would hide it. I'd probably move somewhere and just, like, you know, have relations with men and women. But rega- regardless of what I'm saying, what I'm saying is regardless— the media, your house life, people that you look except like those people you look up to on TV and in real life can and will influ- can influence. Will they influence you? Yes, but it's more of an influence of 
you can either go against what they say or like follow quote unquote orders and like not do it, you know? So in general, your preference is as media placed or in the sense of like media influenced, but it doesn't have to be like driven to that. Like, oh, like even as a, as a, as a, I guess positive because any, any, any woman like can get it to be honest or any dude can get it, you know? But because there, it's always uglies, quote unquote, subjectively, and there's always pretty people of each race and everything. But that's just like I said, that's personal preference. That's a whole nother conversation as well. Like some of you niggas can't even what you call it. <laughs> some of you niggas can't even talk to girls. And y'all talking about I prefer black women, nigga. Just prefer women. Period. What are y'all talking about? Or or girls talking about. Well, only like Hispanic boys. Hispanic boys don't like you though. So now, now what you gonna do? Now, now your vagina gonna be dry like the Sahara Desert. And now, the niggas outside digs gonna be limp, looking like candy canes and shit, all curved and shit, all curved and dry. Like what are we talking about? So I'm saying in general, just like I guess, don't let your vagina or penis discriminate. But also know the value, not value. Whoa. Also know the risks of going out with like different ethnicities i can never say that word ethnicities and races and and cultures please know that because if i ever stepped in like say if an asian girl's home the relations between um black and asian people in the hood to this day are still not as high especially especially now because of covid especially now but in general it doesn't matter who you do end up with, but definitely know the risks, especially of where you are and how they're placed in our society. But that's all I got to say so far. If y'all got any questions, go to my, you can come to my Instagram, um, amir.kamasi, um, um, A-M-I-R, the dot, um, K-A-M-A-S-I-I-I. Or you can come to my Instagram with the exact same handle, Amir Kamasi altogether. Um, this has been representing the generation, aka Rag. I'll talk to y'all guys later. I love y'all. Um, I'm gonna go post this on Twitter, maybe edit this maybe a little bit, and I'm gonna catch y'all niggas on the flip. Peace.